We are back with our Bell podcast, What I Love About Bell with Hillary Cole. Hi, Hillary. Hi, how are you? Great. It is April. We have those April showers going on. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for some sunshine and fun. But what's new? What's happening at Bell? A lot. Um, it's spring, uh, so it's kind of cool to, to be inside because there's rain. You know, I know the last couple um, episodes, it's been like these beautiful, bright, sunny, dry days. Uh, so we've been outside. So, um, you know, being inside because it's a little rainy outside today, like that's cool. It's spring. We are dealing with the crop. So having the rain is definitely good for it and definitely a bonus. Um, so, you know, brings us inside, but it's better for the vines. Um, so we have that. Um I don't know if we'll pick up any of the background noise that's going on on the other side of this glass door or not, but uh, you know we've been talking about how construction is going to be starting soon in the tasting room, and uh, hey, it's starting. Um, there's people out there right now, uh, electrician and installers for uh, the winemakers' new chillers that, in order to do what we um, have designs to do with the tasting room, the chillers needed to go. Um, from the west side of the tasting room to the uh, north side of the tasting room. So that is happening right now. Um, so might be picking up some drilling noises while we're talking. Um, and that was kind of like step number one to everything um, in the tasting room. So it's excellent to see that happening now. Um, so very, very excited about that. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, we just finished some designs, you know, the, the yard that's out there on the east side. We didn't really plan to do anything with that, but last week we decided to do a lot with it. Uh, so we'll be putting out um, a couple gazebos out there that will have uh, that will have misters, and we got a gorgeous new fountain to go out there too to kind of give it a, a whole other area for uh, for people to enjoy. Um, so just another another project on the books to be excited about. Um, man, we ran a, a large format promotion this month, and uh, Sold out of the three-liter bottles, which wasn't expected, but hey, it's a happy accident. Like, that's good. So, uh, sorry, there's no more 2018 three-liters. Um, so, that, that's a good thing. Uh, everybody can either lay those down or use them for... The, the cool thing about three-liters and six-liters, you know, like all, all these large formats, is that... Um, you know, when you're having people over or if you're celebrating something, you've got a big crowd or something, they're really, really cool um, bottles because they're huge, right? Like, they're massive. This is a tiny little guy. These bottles are huge. And so you could just take, like, a bottle pen, and um, people will use the bottles themselves for the guest book. Like, instead of having a separate guest book, oh, everybody have can everyone sign the bottle. sign, and then yeah. you kind of keep it as a... Exactly. A yeah. So, um, so I love large formats for that. So it was super fun to kind of release that this month. Um, you know, right as we're going into celebration season, everybody right now is celebrating or getting ready to celebrate, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduations, July 4th, wedding season, uh, you know, so there's all these reasons for people to be gathering right now. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad to see that everybody kind of took that idea and, and sold us out. So no 2018 three liters left. <laughs> um, so that's been fun. We have wine club. Um, is running next week or next month, sorry, in May. Um, so with that will come some new releases. Our, our 2021 Rosé will uh, will release next month and um, for, for our wine club members first. And then there's not much Rosé. So uh, for the rest of you guys, like, get it quick after, yeah. the, after the club runs. Um, so, yeah, there's so much going on, as always, as always. 
obviously this weather is important with the rain and the vines. So how does that play a role in the development? I mean, it's a, it's a great time for that. Um, you know, the worst thing that could happen, and there, there's only a small risk of it, is that, you know, we could face uh, some rot or, or some mold um, on on the vines. And, and uh, it's going to be warmer. They're going to be wet from the rain. But that's a very, very minuscule threat um, at this time. But it's it's actually, like, a great time for it. You know, the, the we've started bud break and everything. Um, and you want vines to struggle a little bit. You don't want them to have like all this free access to water. Um, you need grapevines to struggle. You need those uh, those roots to be like digging down further and further in the soil, looking for resources and looking for water. Um, you know, a, a, a vine that has to work to stay alive gives great complexity of fruit and everything. So you don't want it to have too much abundance of resources, but you need it to stay alive. Uh, you know, it's kind of step one is wake up. Um, and so having the rain at this stage and, and the life cycle is great. You know, they're not going to be too stressed out. They're just stressed enough. And, and it's not like we're going to have, you know, floods and everything. It's just, you know, just a couple of days of rain. It's good. It's good for it. Um, so it's a great time in the season for that. So what have you poured for us today? Always something good and exciting during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of important, right? You're going to talk about wine. Have wine. Um, so this is our Clone 169. Uh, clone 169 is one of the, you know, several clones that we work with. Uh, you know, when we do the clonal tastings, when people come in um, just to taste our single clones, of course, this is what we specialize in. This is what we do. So when people come in to do our, our clone tastings, where it's just a flight of single clone Cabernet that you're tasting side by side, the 169, you know, could be one of them. We don't have a set flight um, for that, but every wine on the flight will be a single clone. Uh, so this is the 169. Uh, 169 is a, is a Bordeaux clone, um, kind of the loose rule of thumb is anything above 150 is going to be a Bordeaux um, Cabernet clone. Below 150 will be New World. So like four, for instance, is from Mendoza, Argentina. Um, you know, and then you've got 169 is from Bordeaux. Um, so this 169, it's, uh, it's got a great balance between the sugars and the acid. It's got a lot of like dark brooding fruit to it. Um, brings a whole lot of complexity to a Cabernet when it's, you know, a Cabernet that's not a single clone will be a blend of multiple different clones of Cabernet, and each of those clones of Cabernet brings something different to the wine, right? Of course, we deconstruct that and we uh, put the single clones out kind of like a single ingredient of a dish. And just like any ingredient in a dish will offer something different to the dish as a whole, you know, that's what the single clone is. So the single clone, or the, the 169, and it's going to bring, you know, some, some complexity, some balance in the acid, some darkness, some broodiness. Um, and it's got a, a hint of minerality on it, too. And while it is big and bold and definitely brings that, uh, that body to a Cabernet, there's something about it today that, like, I don't know if it's because I'm from Texas and I'm in the mood for barbecue. Uh, <laughs> like, we're coming up on summer and it just starts to feel like, you know, rib season or something. Yeah. But that just seems like a really good, um, really good rib wine. And I don't know if it just... Why not? Yeah, let's get some are. ribs in yeah. here. <laughs> no, it's very good, as always. Yeah, it's a, an, I, I really kind of have a, uh, a little love affair with 169. Like, you know, those the other uh, single clones that have, like, all this brightness and, and redness to them and the purples and everything, those are wonderful. I love those. Like, but this, the, the 169 and the 337, for me, like, personally and specifically, um, I like their acidity. I like the, the 
the structure to them. I mean, there's such texture to the tannins and everything um, in, in the 169. So I kind of, I find myself leaning towards those. Um, so here we are. So this is the 2018 169, and yeah, that will young. be released. Um, that it got released at the end of last year, um, and, and it's super young. You know, 2018, um, you know, four years old in Napa is, is quite young. Um, so it's got plenty of life ahead of it. And, you know, and you can taste it when you're, when you take a, a sip of it, it's got that acid that brings the lift and all that salivation. That's that, you know, kind of your mouth's clue that there is a high, high acid beverage or, or product in your mouth, if it's a, whether it's a lemon or you know, whatever. Um, so your mouth definitely starts that salivation and reaction to the acid. And that's something that you want, you know, that's going to tell you that that wine's got plenty of life ahead of it. And, uh, it's going to pair with a, a lot of different foods. It's going to age very well. So, um, the acidity in this is like, um, I lean, I gravitate towards that. Well, it's wonderful to see some action going on in the tasting room today. And, um, step one, as you said, is, is underway. So what, what happens next in the timeline? There's, um, I mean, the, in the next six to eight weeks, there's going to be a, a rapid progress, assuming that we don't suddenly have a non-drought year where it's raining every day. Um, because, of course, as soon as you start construction on something, then it's like, drought's over. Um, but, yeah, the, the chillers go in today. Um, we have some piping that will be coming off the, uh, the western walls as well, kind of bring that down. Um, the floors are going to get a facelift. Oh. John's got, um, some product and some colors picked out for the floors to, you know, right now they're, they're this 30 year old concrete, um, and they'll be getting completely refinished and, and revamped. Um, I haven't even seen what John's picked out yet, but he, he promises that it's going to be quite special. Um, the furniture, all but three pieces have arrived for the, for the new tasting rooms. Um, so we're, we're starting with four different new tasting spaces. And uh, this will be, what, what's going to be happening right now is, is kind of a, a, an interim space. The permanent space will be, uh, will be ready in about a year. Uh, so for the time being, we have these four different spaces that have kind of four different looks and feels to them. Um, and then the last phase will be the walls going up. We are in the process of picking out a new front door. Uh, one of the one of the the quirks about Bell that uh, that makes me chuckle all the time is it's very difficult to figure out where's the front door to this place, right? Like we have the parking lot there, and we have this grand entryway that's just been built, but the entryway ends with the rock wall, right? Yeah. Uh, so that rock wall is going to be getting replaced by, you know, a beautiful glass inviting door where it's going to make it very obvious, like, this is where you come in. Because right now, even though the parking lot is there, people are like, drive around to here and they don't see this door right here. And, and it's just very, um, it's almost like, uh, come in if you can. <laughs> if you can figure <laughs> out how. Um, and it's funny because our we've changed the front entrance, you know, intent to be this door over here. But our clients and our club members who you know have been around for so long are still used to to this over here. Um, and the the parking lots got flipped as one of the first stages of of all this new stuff. So um, having the new door over there is like really exciting. That's going to be coming around. A grand around. entrance. A grand entrance. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that that'll be um, one of the first steps when the chillers are done. Um, we'll be installing new lights. You know I mean? Right now it's all fluorescent lights. I mean, there's, I think I counted 43 strips of fluorescent lights. That's a lot of harsh light. 
That's a really harsh light. Uh, so those are coming out and, and getting replaced um, with some really beautiful lighting systems. Um, bathrooms are getting a facelift for the interim. Like for the interim, they're getting a facelift. Um, for the permanent, they're getting ripped out and moved over there. Oh, wow. And there'll be completely new bathrooms. Um, so all that stuff is going to be taking place in the next couple of months. And then, and then we'll have a commercial kitchen as well, ultimately. And food? Food will be offered at that point? Um, not like restaurant. We will have, um, we'll put together a pairing um, option, you know, like with little small bites with each of the wines on the flight. That will be an option. Um, or have, you know, a, a cheese board as an option. But uh, most importantly, like we have a, we've got a great robust event um, permit, right? And so by having that commercial kitchen, it'll it'll make it easier to bring in a, a chef to do the food for those events and things like that, um, and also allow us to expand our um, our tastings to be able to allow you know for having a little small bite because food and wine are really meant to go together. Like I know here in the states, we'll sit down on the couch and we'll pop a bottle and whether there's food or not, right? <laughs> like it's what we do in the states, but um, but food is really meant to go with wine and wine is meant to go with food. Um, and so I, I'm looking forward to being able to expand our tasting selections to really showcase and exhibit that, that you can dislike a wine when you first taste it. And it is amazing how if you dislike a wine or if you dislike a food, right, it, it works the other way as well. Um, when you pair the right wine with a food product, if you didn't like the wine or you didn't like the food, if that pairing is correct, then two plus two equals five. And you suddenly, that, that food will draw something out of that wine yes. or the wine will draw something forward from the food that's just like mind blowing. And um, I think once we have the kitchen here and we're able to do um, those little small bite pairings to really exhibit that, um, it kind of, it, it will allow our guests to see like, this is how this fits in your life. And this is how you, this fits in your dinner table, your lunch table, whatever. Well, thank you for joining us for another podcast episode with Hillary Cole, What I Love About Bell. Our goal with these podcasts is to give you an in-depth, behind-the-scenes view of what's going on at Bell. Yeah, we really want to um, we want to bring everybody into the winery, um, whether you're here or not. There's so much going on. You know, I think I talked about ad nauseum um, in the in the first podcast how Bell's really in you know this this sense of renaissance right now, and so I really want to be able to bring you all along uh, with that. You know, like this month we're hearing all this drilling and construction on that side. And, uh, you know, next month I'm really excited to, to bring you along and be able to share, like, and now we're in this part of it. Like, literally, as we talk about, it, it sounds like a jackhammer's out there. Um, so it'll be fun next month. There's going to be, you know, a new part of this, of this renaissance uh, going on. And um, I, I just, I want to document this and I want to share it. And, and you know, it's important to, to me, it's important to the owners, it's important to our whole team to just like bring it along. There's so much going on right now that, that's kind of fun to talk about. I think it's fun to talk about. Hopefully you're enjoying listening about it and, and it's uh, kind of making you want to come along for the ride. So many positives. And that leads us to the conclusion of what do you love about Bell? The energy. Um, you know, I, I mean, listen to it out there, right? Like there's, a, I love the energy here. Um, and, and when I say energy, it's, it's kind of all encompassing. Um, you know, we have a very energetic crew and a very passionate crew who 
when something needs to change, you know, if it's not working for us, because we have such an energetic and passionate and nimble crew, like we make decisions quickly and we move on from it and, and we make that change. Um, and then there's, you know, the energy of, of like everybody functioning as a team. There's the energy that's literally going on out there because of the construction, you know, it just brings like a, a vibe in this, in this vibration, you know? Um, and I, I think like, I, I just feel so much of this energy from the winery right now um, that, that it's been really inspiring. It sure feels good around here. You can definitely feel the energy. So cheers. Cheers. To the podcast and yeah. moving along. Moving along. <laughs>